mama. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Molly. I'm a Seattle-based wife and mother who ditched the nine to five and decided it was time to thrive. As a recovering people pleaser, I followed my passion for helping people into becoming a kick-ass life and business coach for moms. I love helping women reach their full and empowered potential. Whether it's pregnancy, business building, toddler taming, or navigating social situations, we're going to cover it. So buckle up while we tackle the beauty and the everyday crazy of motherhood because we all know Mama Needs Me Time. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Mama Needs Me Time, a podcast by a mom for moms where we talk about all things relating to moms. Um, As always, I'm Molly, and welcome to a special nighttime after dark recording session of Mama Needs Me Time. Um, Yeah, as I always talk about, things have been shifting a lot for us, and so now the best time for me to record is at night. (laughs) So I've got my glass of wine. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics today, um, which is very relevant to the fact that I'm now recording at night. Uh, We're going to talk about boundaries. (laughs) We're going to talk about why you need them, common boundary challenges, and also some basic tips for helping you understand how you can set the best set of boundaries for yourself. Um, as I record this, we're smack dab in the middle of Thanksgiving and and e- Thanksgiving and Easter. Oh my gosh. I promise I haven't even had a glass of wine yet. We're right in the middle of Thanksgiving and Christmas. So a lot of us, um, especially those of us in the elder millennial generation are finding our boundaries being tested by family and parents and even sometimes friends. Um, definitely kids. <laughs> Our boundaries are being stretched <clears throat> in so many different ways. And it's really important for us to fortify our own set of beliefs and where we want things to be and understanding that. So the most basic way to understand why boundaries are important is to understand what a boundary is. And that's just, it's a rule that you put in place to fortify your well-being. So they help us determine what's not okay in personal relationships as well as they help us build trust um, and find safety and have respect and communication within relationships. And we're really you know, when you start a relationship or you build a family, you really have to kind of figure out where those areas are. Um, And that's the trust building aspect of it. Um, When I think about boundaries, I think about when my husband and I started dating and we started dating in like the late winter, early spring. And so we didn't really have to deal with a lot until the next following holiday season. And that first holiday season, we didn't spend much time together over the holidays, but then we realized like, you know, this is my person. I want to spend time with them. And I remember that first Thanksgiving that we were together, I think we ate three or four Thanksgiving dinners because we had to go to his family's house, then my family's house. And then we had to do something else with his family. And then I think we did Christmas with one of, with my mom's side of the family. Anyway, so like over the course of a weekend, we ate so many large holiday meals and I was like, this is not sustainable. And so then we did the same thing over Christmas and we had so many different family events. We had like 
my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family, like my family, his family, his sister, like we had all these different things we were trying to like fit in to a short period of time. And it just like, like, this is not sustainable. We have to like start putting rules in place, but we didn't feel that we had a leg to stand on because we were like, we weren't married and we didn't have kids and we had no reason to put in place a guideline for our families as to like what we needed. Um, and I think that kind of watching that type of dynamic growing up, it also made it harder for me to understand that I needed to put a boundary <laughs> around my time and like my stomach um, because I was just eating so much. And that's actually the first point I want to make about why setting boundaries is, is essential for you. And like, this isn't just understand that when I'm talking about boundaries here, I'm not just talking about the holidays and like setting expectations and boundaries with your extended family or even your parents. I'm talking about having boundaries like overall, like overarching. So moms have such a huge mental load. I talk about that all the time. And you know, we're trying to change that narrative. We're trying to have that conversation about like what we can do to make it better and like more equitable and things like that. And this is where you start. <clears throat> you start understanding your needs and your capacity and you start like putting cutoffs on it. You know, you don't volunteer for every committee with the PTA. You don't volunteer to bring snack for all three of your kids' sports teams. You don't volunteer to run the auction committee. And like, you're not volunteering for everything and saying yes. And it's a boundary is basically putting a heavier weight on a yes and making a no more powerful. So we often overextend ourselves and then you're just stuck with this full plate of, you know, stressors. And we all took middle school health. <laughs> we all understand the long-term effects of stress on our bodies, on our mental health, on everything. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves the best we can. Um, we'll have to edit that. <laughs> uh, the next point about bond, the boundaries is, you know, it's exactly like I said, when I talked about how I looked at celebrating the holidays and always needing to be present and being available, your kids are watching you. And I cannot tell you the number of like kids that I meet who are exactly like their parents, right? In multiple ways. But that's something you have to think about. If you want to volunteer and have no time and glorify the art of being busy, your kids are going to watch that and they're going to think that that means success. And they're going to think that like, well, if I don't do as many activities and as many extracurriculars as possible, I'm lazy. And I'm like, I'm not doing enough. And that's a whole other <laughs> toxic topic for another episode. Um, I say that a lot and I feel bad, but like I can't jam <laughs> everything I want to talk about in all of these episodes. It's just not feasible. Um, and so that, you know, 
you're modeling that behavior to your kids. So setting good boundaries and understanding the weight of the word no is very important when you're presenting it from the perspective of a mom. And then also setting boundaries and having an understanding of what you're capable of doing, what your family is capable of handling, that is preserving relationships. That is building an understanding and a communicative relationship. You're, you know, if you tell your mom, we will be there every other Thanksgiving. Cut and dry. You don't waffle on it. You don't say, okay, well, maybe we can come over after we're done at John's parents' house. And then, you know, we'll just do two Thanksgivings. Like that's, that's not a boundary. That is, that is waffling. And that is setting an expectation that when you set a boundary, it's weak and it's not sustainable and that they can push it. Um, And there are times when pushing boundaries are great, but when you're trying to do it for the preservation of your family, you start to build resentment if there's constant miscommunication and constant pushing. So holding a firm boundary helps you to, you know, not only limit access, but also like limit access to yourself but also, you know, create excitement for the time you do to spend together and create expectation and things like that, which is another huge thing, which is the time management aspect of boundaries. Um, They allow, I mean, this is the whole basis of what we talk about, right? Boundaries allow you to allocate time more effectively. I teach a whole course on this. I talk about this all the time about time management, time blocking, boundaries, you know, understanding and setting that expectation of mom's working from nine to five. And then after five, she's got two hours that she's doing homework with kids, dinner, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you set those boundaries within your time and you set those boundaries on yourself because you with time management, you're also setting an expectation for yourself. This goes into goal setting and like this whole business, you know, running your family like a CEO. There's so many different aspects of it. And so, you know, time management is another huge benefit and why boundaries are so important. So, you know, we're focusing on keeping our physical and emotional well-being intact. We're modeling behavior for our kids. We're preserving relationships and we're also using effective time management tools, which if you need help with that, I got, I got a lot to talk about with time management, (laughs) but there's a lot of challenges that come with boundaries. And we've touched on quite a few of them. You know, there's the external pressure, internal pressure, lack of understanding and lack of knowledge on what it means and when you should set boundaries. And there's also that fucking bitch of mom guilt. Um, I hate mom guilt. It's very present. It's present all the time. I, I, you cannot get away from it. And it's, it's understanding when it is appropriate to feel guilty and when it's time to let it go. Um, as far as external pressures, we all know the societal expectations on mom. They're a little ridiculous. (laughs) We've got, you know, the bounce back culture and diet culture and all these different things. We talked about it in the last episode with comparison. We're always comparing ourselves to other moms and it's, that makes it hard to set a boundary on yourself. If you're looking at Tracy down the street who has four kids, is involved in numerous committees and groups at school, but Tracy doesn't work and you're a full-time working mom and you have two kids, you're going to feel like you should be doing the same amount of stuff she's doing, but it's not feasible and it's not going to work out. Um, So we see a lot of that with society. We also, you know, we feel 
the pressure on ourselves to be a perfect mom and we beat ourselves up about it. I just finished an incredible book uh, called Slay Like a Mother. And she talks all about slaying your dragons where, you know, you're finding the difference between suffering or struggle, struggling and suffering. That's what it is. Finding the difference between struggling and suffering where it's okay to struggle. We're all going to struggle, but it's when you suffer, you put yourself into suffering by berating yourself and making yourself feel less than because you weren't meeting some expectation or you weren't understanding the obligations that you had agreed to. Like, we can't be perfect. We're, and we have this idea of perfect in ourselves. And we, we're not always going to meet that. And so having boundaries in place as far as like what you say yes to and what you do with your time and how you spend your time, you know, there's a lot of internal pressure that you're putting on yourself to be perfect. And I mean, we talk about it all the time. Perfect is boring. Perfect doesn't exist. And this is a great place where, you know, a, a lack of understanding about when it is okay to set boundaries and when there is time to like when it is time to put a boundary down. And basically what I want you to remember about this is that you should be putting a boundary in place anytime you feel like something isn't in your best interest. Or even if it is in your best interest, like there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. <laughs> you can spend too much time at the gym or you can, you know, you can do too many things for free or you can spend too much time doing whatever. I Everything in moderation, right? Like that's just the basic rule. Um, so, you know, if you don't know when to set a boundary or when you're setting boundaries too frequently, because that's the other thing is you can have too many boundaries. You can have too many things in place that limit you in your ability to pivot or change or adapt. And it's not that hard. I'm overcomplicating it for the sake of this episode, but there are times, you know, just because you said no, like, let's say that you love decoupage and you love doing things like that. And all of a sudden a collage committee shows up at school and they need people to make collages for the holiday market. <laughs> You don't have to say no to that just because you put a boundary on like, I will not take on any more committees the rest of the school year. You don't have to say no to something that you love because you made that commitment to yourself. Like you can be flexible and move that. But that's a personal choice. It's not because someone's putting pressure on you. Like if it's because you're making that choice, which then goes into the whole guilt thing. Understanding the weight of saying no is where we feel guilt. Like we feel guilt saying no, but we often don't feel guilty saying yes. And that's where the difference is. There's so much more weight on saying yes, on taking on more, on raising that bar of what we need to accomplish, of what we need to pack into a day, into a week, into a month. And we need to understand as moms that like time is finite. We do not have endless hours of the day. Like I knew today that I was going to sit down at a certain time after my kids were in bed and my husband's downstairs working and I was going to record this episode. It's not me being like, oh, it's 930. I'm going to sit down and record a podcast because like I just want to stay up. No, like I <laughs> kind of want to go lay in bed. <laughs> but I set an expectation and put a boundary on like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it in one shot 
I'm going to get it on in 45 minutes and we'll be ready to roll. Um, and that's, that's understanding and not feeling guilty because I got to be present with my kids. I got to spend some time with my husband and now I'm doing the thing that I love to do. So we've talked about why boundaries are essential. We've talked about what are some the challenges with dealing with boundaries. Let's talk about how to help you set boundaries. And I've touched on a lot of this stuff, but I really want to highlight these four pieces. So first is self-awareness. We just talked about that. Recognizing your personal limits and acknowledging how things make you feel. If you don't want to eat three Easter dinners or you don't want to have four Thanksgivings, don't. Um, I always think of that movie Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. And they were living the life, man. Like they were, they were lying to their families for comedic purposes, but they weren't have they weren't feeling that stress of hitting four families over the course of Christmas. They got to do what they wanted to do. And like that's an example of being self-aware that you don't want to spend time with your dysfunctional family. You want to do things for yourself. And I think that that's a huge thing that we're dealing with generationally is understanding our parents understanding, the older generation understanding that we have our own kids and we want to have that magical Christmas morning with them where we wake up and see like that, you know, see them open their gifts or like spend that quality time with them over the holidays where our parents are like, no, you need to come to our house because we're going to grandma's and that's just what we've always done. And I hear it over and over and over again when I talk to other moms, like, oh, we've got to go to so-and-so's aunt's house and then we're going to great grandma's house and then we're going to grandma's house and then the kids will probably get home next Tuesday and whatever. And I remember that as a kid, like I loved going to my family Christmas. I have 38 first cousins. which is a crazy number. And it was always a great time. Like we had an awesome time at family Christmas, so much fun, but it was always chaotic. And now that the family's kind of whittling down because more people are pushing and saying, we want to spend time with our grandkids and their kids are saying, we want to spend time with our kids. So now what used to be a hard and fast December 25th Christmas celebration is being celebrated like a few days before. Um, And I'm really proud of my family members who implemented that because I mean, we're not traveling home (laughs) because traveling with two kids over the holidays is really difficult. And that's a boundary that we've put up. We're not going to travel just for the holidays. We want our kids to have Christmas at home. And that's something that we, which is number two in practical tips for setting boundaries um, is clear communication discussing what your needs and expectations are openly and not being upset or afraid when someone's like, that's dumb. We don't do it that way. Well, we do. I do. Like it may not be a we thing. It's a, it's a me thing. And I want to do things this way. And so I understand it always was this way, but now we're going to change it. That's called innovation. That's how things, (laughs) that's how things move forward. That's how we grow. Um, And the next point I wanted to make is being consistent. If you decide to do something, stick with it or, and keep that communication open. So if you want to do every other year, you know, be consistent with that. If you don't want to go at all, be consistent with that. You know, just make a decision and stick to it. 98% of 
growth and mindset is decision making. And it's understanding that I've made this decision for me and my family, or I've made this decision for myself and my children. And then you move forward with that. And, you know, this is not Bible. This is not, you know, I'm good at setting boundaries when it comes to my needs and my expectations, but I'm not an expert on it. And that's the last point I wanted to make. If you're having difficulty and struggling with setting these boundaries and having these conversations, this is a great time to reach out to a coach or a counselor or, you know, someone who is an expert in the field of boundary setting strategies. Um, I know a lot of people are like, this seems like a dumb reason (laughs) to talk to a therapist or to seek a mental health professional, but it's not because we're dealing with one of the biggest generational divides as far as mental health care goes. Um, Boomers didn't have the resources we have and we have, we have to teach them in a way by setting these boundaries and holding accountability high on our list of priorities. And I'm not saying that you need to walk into you know, your next family gathering and be like, you guys are the reason that I'm on antidepressants. Like that, that's not what I'm talking about, but it's understanding that everything's going to stay the same unless you make a decision to change it. And sometimes we need extra support with that. We need personal development. We need podcasts. We need all of these things to help us make these changes for ourselves so we can create a better or create the life that we want to create for our kids. So don't listen to this episode and think that you're a boundary expert. I just wanted to lay this out quick and dirty so everyone had a chance to kind of understand, especially after you've moved through Thanksgiving, um, if you're preparing or dreading or don't want to deal with the next holiday coming up, or even, you know, say you're listening to this in July, like, you know, really understanding where you are with things and how you can move forward is imperative for your own growth and your own mental health and really creating the best environment for your kids. <sighs> that was a lot. I rattled off a lot in 20 minutes. And so I totally get it. If you're overwhelmed <laughs> by this concept, um, I invite you to you know reach out if you want to have a conversation with me about it. I also have my little self-care planner, which I'll, you know, because that's, it's all rooted in self-care guys, like, you know, setting boundaries, having an understanding of what you need and getting those expectations met through communication and growth in yourself is all self-care. That's what it all comes down to. Time management, self-care and, you know, growth. That's, that's what we're advocating here for. It's not about getting, you know, It's not about getting time to watch Bravo reruns, even though I find that incredibly important. (laughs) It's about taking care of yourself. And that starts by understanding what it is you need. And so if you need help with that, again, I'll drop that self-care planner and the gratitude and affirmations journal and all that stuff. That's all available. You can go to mommaneedsmetime.com. And yeah, hang in there. You're doing a great job. You're a really good mom. And I appreciate you being here and we'll talk to you soon. Later. 
I'm so grateful you were able to join me today. You did the impossible. You got yourself some me time. I want to leave you with a quote from everybody's favorite beet farmer, Dwight Schrute. He said, I'm ready to face any challenges that might be foolish enough to face me. So think about that and use it in your everyday life to get that me time you deserve.